Hello everyone, it is Jiggy. Hi guys, it's Troy. And welcome back to another episode of the Pipe of the Pipe Bombshell Podcast. And yes. this is where we still get burned out by college. But we still do this. Yeah. We're still here. We're still here. We're still alive. No interviews just yet. We're too busy for that. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The spotlight's gonna be super depressing. It really will be. So let's just talk. Let's just get right into it. Yeah, let's jump right into our spotlight, cause shit's about to get real, girl. Love <laughs> the spotlight. <clears throat> it's actually about Izzy's dad. <gasps> no. All right, so for our special spotlight this week, we are going to talk about something really unfortunate that happened last Friday. Yeah, it was last, last Friday week. here in the Philippines. Because I remember it so much because one of the reasons why we weren't able to record an episode last Friday was because I was going to go on vacation. And guess what was the first thing that I saw when I woke up, bitch? We got 10 releases. Really? 10 female wrestlers got released that day from the WWE, both from the main roster and on NXT. So just a quick rundown of who got the released, women. unfortunately, for the women. Um, we got Zeta Ramir, Mia Yim, B-Fab, Eva Marie, Katrina Cortez. Um, I was going to say Taya Valkyrie. Well, she, she's pretty much Taya Valkyrie now. She is Taya Valkyrie. Formerly known as Frankie Monet. Scarlett Bordeaux, Jessica Maya, Nia Jax, and Ember Moon. I will say, a lot of these have shocked me out of nowhere. Um, so, how exactly do we do this? <laughs> do we just like... Okay, so let's go one... Okay, wait. Who do you... Who shocked you the most? Okay, I think that's a good way to start off. Who shocked me the most? I'm going to say... Well... Okay, I'm going to say B-Fab for one, just because she just got called up. So, like, I did not see this coming at all. And considering how much Hit Girl has been, like, growing in terms of, like, you know, in terms of getting that fan base behind them, even though I think they might be heels. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they might be heels. They are heels. But, you know, they still have that natural charisma going behind them. So I felt like going up to the main roster wouldn't be too disastrous for them. Although, you know how they always mess up, like, the NXT groups when they get called up, like, Sanity and all of the other ones. Unfortunately, they did suffer that same fate, and B-Fab was let go. I just don't know why this was done, considering considering that she's only had, like, two, two matches, matches, maybe. Two matches. Literally. Just so, like, just so recently. Like, she's been signed forever, and she was only showcased on television recently. And I feel like they never really gave her a chance to improve. Because, like, I'm going to admit that she's not the best in the ring. But I feel like the reason why they called her up was so that she could, um, you know, try to improve with, like, more with like the veterans. You know, she had Natty in the division. So, you know, they I, I felt like they could have given her a one-on-one match with one of the veterans in the ring so that, you know, she could improve. Um, but it really sucks that they did let her go like that. And another really shocking one for me was probably Nia Jax, just because I felt like she was on the same level as like the horsewomen and Asuka and Alexa in terms of like being protected. Do you know what I mean? Right. And especially since not that I'm saying it's the reason why she's hired, but like one of the reasons why, you know, she's still, you know, going strong and still staying in like the title picture, you know, because she's also part of, you know, the 
Anuai Dynasty. Is that the name of the whole like family, wrestling family they got? Like the one with the Rock, Roman, etc. Generally, et I got no idea. I have no idea, but y'all know what I'm talking about. So I felt like that could have been of some sort of like protection, like of her from being released, but apparently not. I guess at this point, nobody's really safe. Um, but she did talk about how she was released over um, her request for be for having an extension for her mental health break denied, which really surprises me because I really thought that WWE would mm-hmm. care more about their workers' well-being more more than that. So that really shocked me. Although I feel like this isn't the last of her um, in WWE, at least. I feel like once things get sorted out, she could definitely come back. Maybe pull a Zelina Vega, you never know. Um but yeah, I feel I like those two were like the biggest shocks to me. The others, I feel like I kind of felt it coming. Maybe not hmm. Frankie Monet, because she's, really? I really expected in some ways, because I really thought they really thought highly of her as like this big indie star that they could, you know, capitalize on. But like, I guess that wasn't their plan. So I'm going I'm to say those three. Well, me mainly, it was really. Nia Jax. I just really didn't yeah. think that WWE would ever let her go because you know you can't deny you can't deny that it's a factor. She is the Rock's cousin. She is in she the really Samoan is. dynasty, mm-hmm. so you can't really deny the fact that at, that is one of the factors that she even got signed in the first place. But now she's gone, unfortunately. So that was definitely the biggest shock for me right here. All and definitely and Bfab as well. All of the NXT releases. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's Zayda, Ember, Scarlet, Frankie. Is there more? Katrina. Oh my God, girl, your 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 girl Katrina Cortez got released right when you were standing her. This was a setup. I'm about to cry. Hold on, you made me remember it. I I was trying to remove it off my head. Okay. Anyways, but the NXT girls, I'm not gonna lie. I'm definitely not sure. Well, the new and up and coming one. Scarlett and Katrina and Zeta was such as was pretty much a shock to me. But the ones I honestly I expected it coming. Frankie and Ember because NXT 2.0's entire like gimmick and like advertising point that the like right now is that they are here to build new stars from the scratch. That's true. Frankie Monet is already a star. Ember Moon was already a star. So. Vince McMahon just didn't see any room for them, I guess. So, mm-hmm. that, that you have to be like a Mandy Rose to like save it. And what I mean by that is that you have to be a Vince favorite if you're a veteran. <laughs> so, and obviously, yeah, you're not the favorite of Vince. I feel so bad for Frankie, though. Like, I, she was I literally, she's barely a year into her WWE career. She's not in even a year. So, yeah, mm-hmm. just. Best wishes to all of them. I hope they all do well, wherever they may follow. And, yeah, that's all I can really say. Same here. Honestly, like, the other ones that we didn't talk about too much, like Mia Yim, Eva Marie, Jesse Camille, I feel like I also I actually expected I them to go. Yeah, I, I felt it too. Especially Eva Marie, since I think she only wanted this, like, as a side job. Because you know how she has an acting gigs outside of WWE? She has so, an acting gig right now, actually. She has an acting, an acting gig right now. That's why she probably left. So I don't blame her. Mia Yim, you know what? I feel like she's she's going to do well outside of WWE. She's a big name mm-hmm. anyway. She's going to do Yim really well. and Taya Valkyrie are probably going to do yeah. well. For sure, for sure. And Ember, too. As yeah, for Jesse, 
I don't know what's next for Jesse, to be honest. I'm I curious. wouldn't be surprised if she still comes back to wrestling, if she still continues wrestling. Me like, too. the only person that has given signs of, like, hope, well, not really, the only person out of all of them has really, like, shocked the glass or ginalang baso, as we call it here, oh. <laughs> is Brianna Brandy. True, true. Y'all never know. Yeah, you can yeah. never, never be too sure. So, yeah, I guess we hope the best for all of these women. Some of them are veterans, so I bet they'll do good anywhere they go. Um, while the others may be rookies. I mean, you know, even though they did get released from their rookie years in wrestling in WWE, I feel like the fact that they were able to stay in NXT already puts them at, like, an advantage in, like, the indies. Because, you know, they have that NXT experience. So, you know... Like, they sort of know what it feels like to be on television. So I think that's going to mm-hmm. put them at a bit of an advantage. So I hope it goes well for them. But yeah, I, I really look forward to what all of these girls have in store for the future. So best of luck to all of them. Do you have anything else to add? That is pretty much it. I just hope the best for these girls. Same here. So yeah, sort of, sort of a bad start for this episode. But don't worry, we got a lot of shit to talk about. For women's wrestling, so let's move on and start the week off with Monday Night Raw. From supporter, is she? Joke lang, she's too young. Probably her parents. Ah, yun pala okay. So starting off this week, we got Monday Night Raw as usual, and actually this was really surprising to me that this match did not mean an event. Um, it actually opened the show, which is also you know, a good place. It's as um, good. It's as good as the main event because, you know, it sets the pace for the rest of the night. You know, we've talked about this before. But opening the show for Monday Night Raw, we got for the Raw Women's Championship, the challenger Bianca Belair taking on the Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch. So I'm going to let you start this off. What do you think of this great ass match? These girls always deliver. You know, sadly, every in WWE, it's so hard for you to get a really good TV match out there. I have no idea mm-hmm. why, but it's just so hard, especially in the main roster. So matches like this, I definitely cherish. And you know what, girl, these two girls put on a really great show, a really great start to the, a really great start to the show. And yeah, you know, they definitely all the both of them definitely ate and. I just love Bianca's character because, like, she can still be a yeah. but she's still a cocky bitch. And kind of, like, mm-hmm. and no, they're basically the same, actually, because, like, they're both kind of tweeners. Well, Bianca's more of a face now, but they can both yeah. work sides. They can, wo- they can work both as a heel or a face, and they can 100% keep the gimmick. That's what I love about people like Bianca, uh-huh. Becky, and Sasha. It's because of their fluidity and their gimmicks because no offense to like let's say charlotte but like the queen gimmick is just meant to be a heel gimmick for sure so, yeah so yeah so like that's just like my take on it with the, with the rest with the match itself that's of course it's we, i didn't really expect this to be like a spotty match as it's on as it's on raw mm-hmm. but definitely my favorite parts was generally generally genuinely the finish i really like the finish of the road mm-hmm. it was giving yeah and like the role, she hit the turnbuckle into the roll roll up. It was giving road to WrestleMania. Take up the turnbuckle oh. to cut. Yeah. <laughs> it was giving that. Uh-huh. So yeah, so yeah, I actually really enjoyed it, Miss Becky. But come on, y'all, did y'all really expect Becky Lynch to lose her title this quickly? 
in her uh-huh. ring. No, ma'am. And you know what? I'll keep my sentiments that I was about to say for next week. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Raw, Raw for the next week has happened, but yeah, super quickly yeah. here, I, do, I will say Bianca and Becky just have amazing chemistry. Um, Concerned that they haven't really worked with each other a lot outside of, you know, what's been going on between them recently. Maybe I feel like the house shows have been a big help for them to, like, get that's to know, true. like, what each other do inside of the ring, so that's really great for them. And yeah, as much as I do want to see Bianca be champion, um, I really did not see her winning this match as much as I wanted to. Um, but, you know, in terms of, like, booking, storyline-wise, and logic, Becky was a rightful winner here. And I mean, like, it was a roll-up. So, yeah, although I feel like this might be the last chapter for the Becky-Bianca rivalry oh, no. for for now. It's not going to be the end of everything. I feel like it's going to happen in the future, just not for now. And, yeah, fantastic start on to Monday Night Raw. And speaking of um, that chapter closing, we're going to open up a new chapter to this Raw Women's Championship title picture because after quite a while after that match, um, Becky got dressed up. She looked amazing, by the way. She got dressed up for this interview, and I honestly don't remember too much what she said because the most memorable part about that interview was when she stopped in the middle of it, looked to the side, and saw Miss Liv Morgan. Girl. Liv didn't even say anything. She just looked at her, and y'all knew. She was, she's in her Tamina She's in her Tamina era. She just has to stand yeah. there and look mad. Deserve. <laughs> Literally. So, I mean, like, at this point, we've already been new what's going on, but all I'll say is I'm really happy that all of the whole, like, Liv Morgan momentum is finally paying off to something. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I can't I wait for the match. Yeah. <laughs> wait, do you have more to say? Anyway, I'm, I'm done already. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. I just love the fact that, in general, women's wrestling storylines are starting to pick up right now. As of right now, um, as of the time of recording, well, yeah, as of the time of recording, there are actually like three, four non-title storylines. The way we have that, mm-hmm. plus yeah. three others, the three storylines for the for the championships on the main roster, it's, it's kind of baffling. Like, if you think about it, this is enough to make Evolution 2. I'm not even joking. True, true, girl. Like, the amount of storylines, like, sure, the build would be shit, but a match with Devin <laughs> Hart, that's basically evolution, too. It really is. Uh-huh. So, yeah. That's all I really wanted to say. Yeah, so, I, I guess we'll talk more about Liv Morgan next week, because y'all know what's up. But after that, we did get some booking for the women's tag team division. Thank goodness, with the it one and only forever. other tag team that they have. Thank goodness. So, this was in a a title match. This was a championship contendership match. I still don't know what that means. Uh, maybe it's because Zelina and Carmella are the only other tag team available. So, <laughs> we got the women's tag, tag The only other tag team, period. <laughs> period. Like, on all brands. Like, SmackDown Raw. Anyways. So, we got the women's tag champion, Super Brutality, Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley taking on the new... No, it's not a new team. They've been tagging for a while. We got Miss Queen Zelina... I was about to say she's Queen Zelina now and Miss Carmella. So honestly, you know, for, you know, for a usual weekly tag team match, this was pretty fun. I will say it was pretty fun. Of course, it wasn't like pay-per-view worthy or anything. But I feel like everyone had a chance to like showcase their own stuff. And I'm really happy that now that Zelina's like the queen, she's whole she's like devoting herself to this whole new character. 
And she's been doing it well, to be honest. She's doing it she extremely well. Been. She's such a natural heel, and I love and I love that for her. And like pairing her up with Carmella, who's also a natural heel, perfect for her. the tag division. Um, because you know, you can't have another face team. There's only two teams out there. So like you you're gonna need a strong ass heel team, and they're doing just that. And I'm gonna I'm going to need to see more tag team moves from Zelina and Carmella and I know they're only starting out together like as a team in some way so I'm I know there's plenty of time for them to develop those so I look forward to that but the finish beautiful beautiful Carmella and Zelina just ate that up uh, she used the oh my gosh what's the name of that finisher the move? last what's Melina's the, the last, last call. call I was going to say the <laughs> The last call, there we go. She used the, the last call to win that match. And I'm pretty sure they're bound to have a tag team championship match in the future because there's nobody else. Exactly. There's nobody else in the, the division. So Amazing. when do you think this this title match might happen? This is actually a pay-per-view match. I'm calling it. It has to be it has a pay-per-view be. match. I don't remember <laughs> the last time these belts were on pay-per-view, okay? <laughs> Maybe someone. Oh my God, when were they? Was it was on SummerSlam? Summer no, they were not. It was on SummerSlam, girl. Um. Oh my God! It might have been WrestleMania. Oh my God! It was WrestleMania. It was WrestleMania. Say, it was WrestleMania, girl. It was. WrestleMania. This was. This was so bad. This is why we need a clash of champions or something. I swear to God. Truly. Anyway. It's not even gonna be next year to be because it's Survivor Series. <laughs> True. So it's gonna be like a month after that, if we're lucky. I don't know. Real. TLC. Oh, bring me back to the days mm-hmm. where Kyrie and Asuka mm-hmm. made event the TLC. Legend. Oh my god, don't mind that. Because like Kyrie got a concussion. <laughs> if you remember that. Oh my goodness. Yep, I remember that. It was and a, Charlotte put her through a table. So, that match was lucky, <laughs> but I don't care. I ate it up. It was messy. I loved it, to be honest. It was it was That's messy. That's what made like, it amazing. It was messy. It was so messy. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just gonna say my sentiments on this match. First and foremost, that segment behind there, they watched Mean Girls and they were like, "Let's recreate that that scene right now." <laughs> oh my god, true. It was the it was the skirt. The skirt. Yeah, Zelina was doing like that's it was the, the ugliest fucking mask I've ever seen. I was like, mm, that sounds very familiar. <laughs> true. So yeah, they were just being typical heels. Carmela and Zelina are just amazing. Also, I love the fact that you know they're kind of like. Reinventing the theme songs one again, once again. Mella got a new theme song. Which she Zelina, did. She got her old theme, but with a new queenly twist to it. So I really like that. Yeah. And yeah. with this one, yeah, I'm sorry. Nikki Ash. Nikki Ash has <laughs> some wins in, under her belt right now. She's looking like a Julia Hart in the situation or something like that. Oh my god, not Julia Stop Hart. <laughs> She's going to do a split. Y'all know what I mean. She's going to do a split Y'all to get these Y'all know what I mean. It's just because in that one tag team match, the second Julia Hart came in. Y'all know what's up. Y'all know who was it getting was Julia pinned, Hart bro. And Nyla <laughs> Yeah, but... So yeah, I for me, to make this tag team feel legitimate, I need Rhea Ripley to be pinned in a single or a tag match. So yeah, I just want to put yeah, that, that out there. That be- that's, that's what I really have to say about that one. Yeah, so I'm really happy that they're sort of building up the tag division even if they have limited tag teams. So yeah, I look forward to this tag team match. And that pretty much caps it off for Monday Night Raw. Um, we do have a lot more stuff to talk about on NXT. So let's move on to NXT 2.0. <laughs> 
now with a revamp with NXT 2.0, and we're starting things off with a new toxic women's champion, yeah. Mandy Rose. And I love the fact that this is the first time she entered as by herself. I love the fact that she still has like the blur going on. Like it, it was still there. So I really like that because you know it still fits with her character. That whole like I am the hottest, but I'm also the edgiest. It still fits, like the whole blur effect. So yeah, that's what I yeah. really like about it. And she basically said, like, I'm the baddest bitch in this game, Ronda Rousey. Yeah. <laughs> Ronda Rousey <laughs> never. <laughs> and Long story short, she was like, none of these women can do anything. And long story short, Io Shirai went out to other. I fucking hate Zoe Stark, but I don't like you either. <laughs> I really had to start. set up Zoe Stark. <laughs> I love how she brings Zoe up in everything. Like, she was like, I, like, in that tweet we were just talking about, she was like, y'all are worse than Zoe. <laughs> Yeah, she so, said, this bitch, girl. She made us yeah, lose a tag title. I'm not gonna lie, though. Mandy ate Yoshirai up when she was like... She did. She was like, remember the whole locker room? They were scared of you. I'm not scared of you, bitch. You don't have this anymore. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> it was getting a little heated over there. And then a toxic, toxic attraction was done beating up Zoe <laughs> Out comes Toxic Attraction to beat up Io Shirai. But lo and behold, we did get Casey and Kaden, their return yeah. for NXT 2.0. And I could be mad if they did not have a match, if they did not appear right now, girl, they would be having future endeavors right now. I'm not even joking. Oh my goodness. That's true, though. I'm not even joking. <sighs> no comment. So, yeah. So, I already tweeted this out. So, it looks like War Games is... Definitely gonna be mm-hmm. Toxic Attraction and Dakota Kai versus Raquel, Casey and Kaden, and and Io. Interesting. I love it. I like it. He's very crazy. Casey and Kaden are gonna crazy. eat. Oh shit! Oh my god, you're so right. Casey especially. Oh Casey my god. Is gonna do everything she's... Ninja Warrior. Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna do everything that Ricochet can. Deserve real, oh, yeah. and then he was gonna be there to say, I hate Zoe Stark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why is it so I funny to it. me now? Also, I feel like that's a way of putting Zoe to the side for now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, so do you have more comments about the segment though before we move on? Um, I will say it's gonna be very interesting if they do have. Amanda Eo one on one match because I'm not Ooh. entirely sure how that goes. Also, I feel like they might do war games first, obviously, because I think, yeah. I mean, war by how it's is... been going for the past few years, it's usually war games, then survivor series, right? But I yeah, feel like they the might be, yeah, or the, the, or the other was, way around. So I feel like it's gonna come up very soon. That was last year, war games was on December. Yeah, I think War Games was after Survivor Series last was, year. Was. So uh-huh. going to be interesting where the timing is. Let's just see. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely it. And just to add fuel to the fire over here, just after that, Dakota was like, I didn't do that for you. I did it for myself. Talking about <laughs> the attack to Raquel. And Dakota Kai went out with her new creepy theme song. She got the Fury. Yeah. Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. And she got the new... Edgier, not edgier. She got a new 
supernatural actually character and you know mm. looks like this this gimmick is gonna stay she literally used this gimmick against amari miller on the tapings so oh truly so yeah she went up against cora jade long story short this match didn't last long what did this this finish in disqualification right correct me if i'm wrong the one with cora jade yeah. i think so yeah yeah this ended in, the, in disqualification and she just buried cora jade over there and i'm not gonna <laughs> when she put the freaking penny board on cora jade and it kind of, <laughs> i was laughing because <laughs> no it had that, like cj and i was like free king the only thing i could think of was that moment when trish stratus world slut and christy hamlet <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was. That's all I can say. So yeah, what do you have to say? Oh, I was, I was actually laughing more in the fact that she looked like a dead body with a fucking skateboard on her face. <laughs> she was just lying there because you know how Dakota was just like standing there, like she was gonna think she was gonna jump or what, and you know, Corrigi was just lying there. I did. That was also funny for me. Um, but yeah, I really like this whole like dark darker rather character for dakota i feel like this sort of gets people more interested in her and it's obvious that she's not gunning for the championship but rather she's gunning for i guess revenge on raquel then maybe the championship the question question is on war games is it team dakota or team mandy or team toxic it's gonna be team zoe yeah, <laughs> I hate I hate Zoe. <laughs> you guys are worse than Zoe Stark. <laughs> Y'all are worse than Zoe. So Ooh. yeah. After that though, we got a mini segment, mini segment, a kind of a diva segment over here. So Imperium, I didn't know they were actually like Eastern Europeans. They're I know one. I know Walter's Austrian. I'm not sure about the other two, but yeah, they were basically there, and it was it was kind of like an early 2000 segment where they were like, oh diva. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. basically it. Lashley had the Lash Legend. Well, I, I was just happy to see Lash Legend. It was all about men. I, I was. There for it. <laughs> it's always it's always fun with Miss Lash Legend. And oh, and finally, though, capping things off with NXT, Kaylee Ray said, "I'm done with my MTV era and being quiet about it. <laughs> I'm returning next week." And thank God. Yeah. Thank God. I'm I'm so scared for her and Saray the most. That's true, though. Especially since, like, they're sort of like Ember and Frankie who do have, like, that veteran status and experience. So, like, very scary. I don't think they're done either. Exactly. That's all I really have to say about NXT. Do you have more to say? Um, Not more, but I'm really looking forward to the build-up for War Games. Although they haven't really brought it up yet, but we've been new. It's coming. We've been new. Exactly, exactly. Thank you so much. And let's just move on to UK. Oh, wait, no, we don't do that. So I'm just going to combine it. Right. Okay. So yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I almost forgot about that. But let's talk about NXT UK. First song, we got a segment. Zaya Brooke said she was just like, Yeah. Can I get an NXT UK women's title match? And the general manager was just like, You've been a loser for like the past few months. And he didn't lie. This. <laughs> he didn't lie. <laughs> And Zaya Brooke gave us roots to her new character. I knew she was giving a heel turn, but I didn't know it was going to be this this character. She was like, that face, I can't believe it. She didn't give me what I want. 
And she is going to have the baddest little girl gimmick. And I don't Be even remember sick. the last time we had this kind of gimmick in WWE. I can't wait. It's, it's, it's very chick flick. It's very like yeah, that's Netflix original. And the best part is she fixed the role because she is so young. She's super young. Is she like 21 or something? Yeah, she's like 21, 22. 22. I need an interaction with this character and Corey Gates' current character. Oh, girl. They're going to hate each other. <laughs> They'd be perfect. They're going to have like a mean girl moment over there. Truly, truly. So, yes, I'm so excited for this. Aaliyah James, y'all better watch. Y'all better be worried. Truly. Zyber yeah. Christy, I'm finally, I'm really happy she's finally getting something. Yeah, she's getting a gimmick change. She's finally done with that Care Bear era or something. She's done with that spinning face buster, if you know what I'm talking about. Hey, I like that spinning face buster. No. <laughs> let's, let's just see what happens with that. Although, with what our, with our first match in NXT UK, we got the debut of Angel Hayes. So, oh I was God. very, I was very surprised to see this name on the network right now, because... Mm-hmm. So, we know, we actually know people who have told us about her, like Emily, Ashley, mm-hmm. Emily Hayden, Ashley Vega. So, I was like, oh, wow, so this girl is legit. Angel Hayes went up against Isla Dawn and, I'm sorry, Angel Hayes. Okay, but to be fair, I was I was about to say, this is basically an AEW dark match, but to be fair, Angel was, Hayes was. so much offense in this match. Mm-hmm. Dark could never... But I love oh. this is mainly to build up I love on character. Of course, she yeah. won one, two, three. What do you have to say? Honestly, I am really excited for the future of NXT UK's women's division, considering that they yeah. do have like contacts with ICW. And you know, you know how we have gotten people from ICW such as Emily. Exactly. So it's gonna be very it's going to be a very big achievement for us if, you know, we do get Emily. So, Emily, you better do well, girl. You better get NXT UK. <laughs> you better beat Mako Satomura. Pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fresh just wanted to Emily. say that. It's going to be, it's going to be very, it's very, it's a really big, proud moment there. But, yeah, I'm really looking forward to what Angel Hayes does because, I'm going to be honest, I have not seen too much of hers. But mm-hmm. when we did talk to Emily... And Ashley, they did speak extremely highly of her and said that she could be the next Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray, Those are big-ass words and big-ass shoes. I really look forward to what she has in store. So I hope we get to see more of her often. And I'm really happy Isla Dawn is here with her real tarot cards. Um, Look at what happens when you don't got one. Like, no, don't do Okay. (laughs) But anyways, though, to our next segment, Phoebe Turner was just out there with subculture. And she was basically had like a mini stare down there with Danny Luna. Looks like we're gonna have that as a feud. So Stevie Turner mm-hmm. is gonna remain a tweener, it seems. Or like it a like. Yeah, I'm I not feel mad that. about it. They need more stuff like that to like see chaos. Yeah, honestly, at least it's another like rivalry for her to do like in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I, look at NXT UK. They always get the assignment. Like they always. Okay. Do. Do drop my lights. Oh, so, clean as the forearm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but Unpegs, though, finally, we got the main event match. Mako Satomura versus Jimmy for the NXT UK Women's Championship. Troy, go right ahead. Oh, okay. She really gave me the spotlight for this one because I know she has some things to say. 
Um, although I will agree with your sentiments because you already told me beforehand. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I will say this. This was a great match, for sure. This was a great match. But I feel like I would have enjoyed it more if the standards weren't set super high, considering what they have, like both of them, Mako and Ginny, have done outside of WWE against each other. So I guess I feel like I sort of put my standards a bit too high for this match. But nevertheless, if I feel like if I didn't have those standards going into it, I feel like I would have enjoyed it so much more. But I'm not saying it's a bad match. It was an amazing match. Definitely NXT UK main event worthy. And honestly, it's just that I feel like they don't have anything else new to show from each other. Um, as opposed to like Mako and Kaylee Ray, who I think only had a few matches outside of NXT UK. As opposed to Ginny and Meiku, who has who have had a long history with like each other, so they've already had plenty of like moments with each other. So it's hard to come up with something new. And I feel like what they did was simply to showcase like every single move that they have in their arsenal. They had a great storytelling in the match. You know, Ginny was a clear heel in the match, obviously. And I also love how Stevie, no, not Stevie Turner, Emilia McKenzie was also a part of it in some way. She did the RKO girl on the on the apron and ate that up as she should. Um but yeah I feel like I feel like this might be I don't know if this is gonna be Jenny's last NXT UK match. She might have another one, but I feel like there's nothing else left for her right now. So I feel like it might be a good call to call her up. Maybe even to the main roster already. I don't know. You know it it just it was just a draft recently, so we're not too sure about that. But amazing match, nevertheless. Um, that Scorpio Rising, though, I will say did not land. I think Mako slipped a bit. Although, you know, give props to Ginny because she did sell the hell out of it nonetheless. And yeah, I'm really happy that they let Ginny kick out of the Death Valley driver. You know, it sort of look, makes her look more dominating and more resilient to finishers. Um, although she did lose to that same move. Like the second time it was hit, but nonetheless, it was a great match. Props to both women. Mako may not be booked every week in the ring, but like when she does get in the ring, she she fucking works it. So she has like immunity for like getting booked in the ring every week because she she's she's that bitch. I don't blame her. So yeah, I'm really not sure of what they're gonna do with Jenny from now on. Um, because I feel like she has nothing else to do in NXT UK. So I really hope she flourishes in hopefully in the main roster i feel like she she could do really well there not sure but great match great ending to nxt uk super proud of the women that's all okay so there was a slight pause there because i wasn't sure what i was going to say um okay so long story short i wasn't really a big fan of this match at all just because Mm -hmm. i don't know i just wasn't clicking with me i guess but you know it was it's michael santamura versus jenny i came here with a certain expectation so yeah it it was a bit unfortunate to know that this definitely was not the best showing together i've seen their matches Mm -hmm. in progress y'all it's yeah, it was exactly. 100% better. So, yeah. Um, although I can't really blame them. Maybe it's because there's some nerves out there. From what I know, this is still part of the first 
batch of tapings or and it's you yeah with a crowd mm-hmm. so yeah they might they might also have had fatigue at that point so you never really know but yeah this match for what it was it was really great but the thing that really like made me a bit iffy about it was definitely this copywriting it didn't hit y'all it didn't hit yeah it didn't really, hit and like the shoulder or the so I just hope they're doing great with that. And I can't wait to see what happens with Jimmy. I hope she goes up. I hope she goes up. Same here. He has nothing else to do anyway. She put all the girls over, so. Yeah. So that's all I really have to say. And let's just move on to SmackDown. I guess. So for SmackDown, we sort of, sort of had a lot of interesting stuff going on this week because I believe this was during the NXT, not NXT UK, oh my bad, the WWE UK tour. So I feel like that was the reason why um, the likes of Sasha and Charlotte Flair were not booked this week because they were overseas. So that kind of explains why the title picture wasn't too showcased this week. Um, however, we did get some fun stuff this week, such as a continuation of the Naomi Sonya Deville storyline, where we got to see Naomi taking on Sheena Baszler in a rematch from what happened the first time they met. And I'm gonna be honest, something was off about this match. Um, there were a lot of there were a lot of slippy moments. Um, I'm really not sure why. Maybe, although. Given their like matches in the past, especially like way back when they were both in the tag division on Raw, like I remember they had great matches together and like they had great chemistry. So maybe it was just like a bad day for the both of them. But the only important thing is that Naomi got her win, deserved as she should. But after the match, Naomi did have to lose the match because Sonya Deville came out and restarted the match and she had to tap out to the curve for the clutch. So. I'm really happy with how it went in a way that we all know Naomi can beat Shayna, but at the same time, she's sort of like vulnerable to Sonya Deville's authority. So I'm really happy with like how this whole storyline is going out. And I feel like we deserve a Naomi Sonya pay-per-view match. Please put it on a pay-per-view girl. Not Survivor Series, maybe, but somewhere down the line. It could be on Survivor Series. Maybe. Kickoff. I'm not sure. Do they do they do same brand? Rivalries on Survivor Series. They I'm do sometimes. Sure. Sometimes. Okay, then they let's do it on Survivor Series, girl. Let's do it. Yeah, because Miss Naomi ain't gonna be in the Survivor's match anyway. Survivor Series match anyway, so might as well. But you know what? For this match, it was giving Beth Phoenix versus AJ Lee. Um, oh my god. Twenty twelve. The exact same thing happened, except Beth got fired at the end. So. Oh my god. Yeah. I remember this. Iconic. So honestly, um, I don't know. I don't know what really to feel about the match itself because it was a rushed match. This might even have been a last-minute match pulled together. But I love how mm-hmm. they continue to have like new ideas for this for this rivalry. Like you know, this this is this this idea itself isn't new. The whole restarting of the match thing, but it hasn't been done. So I really like that, and y'all can just hear really hear the booze. That Sonya Deville gets, mm-hmm. and I like that. So yeah, that's all I really have to say. 
and that was really fun. So I really hope they do give both Naomi and Sonya a great-ass one-on-one match on pay-per-view. Because we can clearly see that Sonya's a big fucking heel. Naomi's a big fucking face. So they have to capitalize on that. Um, but speaking of new faces, and by face, I don't mean the good guys. I mean literally new faces on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. They got this video package of Zaya Lee. And, you know, they actually com- compiled a lot of her... Um, matches in the past, even in the main classic, from what I remember, during her face era, during her Royal Rumble no noise entrance <laughs> era, if y'all know what I'm talking about. Yes, that, that iconic theme song. Um, she's gonna so, bring it back. She's gonna oh kick God, Charlotte Flair. Oh my God, Zaya Lee. She has that character forever now. Erica Yu, Mei Ying is no longer. What do you mean she's no longer? Erica Yu is Mei Ying, is she not? Who's Erica Yu? She was on 205 Live. <laughs> That's Erica Yan, girl. Oh, Erica Yan. <laughs> Erica Yu is a teacher in the <laughs> <laughs> She was my mod in grade 7. Miss <laughs> Yu. Miss Yu Tian Shalaji. Wait, I thought, T- I thought Mei Ying was is Karen she not? I don't know. Like, there's nowhere to be seen. Is Karen not Ying? I don't know. I could, I'm be, not I could sure. be wrong though because, like, I don't know. I just saw an article somewhere that Ying is no longer. But then again, God. Really? And then I saw like Boa even like rebranding himself, so he's gonna be like the supernatural bitch now. So I don't know. Well, we'll do our research afterwards. But yeah, no, Zaylee is just. <laughs> Well, not my math teacher. Um, but yeah, what what do you expect of Zaylee on SmackDown? He's gonna get released in six months. I just know it. Oh right. my! No, 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 no. no. Okay. So I don't really know. I kind of have hope because WWE has been even in the main roster. They've been super. They've been super adamant of. Pushing new stars. Exhibit A, Shotty. Exhibit B, Dewdrop. So they're not scared to put their stars up against the big big rivalries already. So, yeah. You know, Zaylee could get a few. Her first match is going to be up against Aaliyah. I just know it. And she's going to win that. The way, the way, the moment Aaliyah got called, she's going to go up against Zaylee again. (laughs) She's going to get her nose broken again. Shut up. She can't catch her. She can't. She can't catch a break, girl. Y'all she can't I catch a break. about that nose situation. Okay. But yeah, that's all I really have to say. But I'm hoping for the best. She's one hell of a talent. She's, you know, WWE. I know WWE is like this. She is a big market. She holds a big market in her hand, the Chinese market. So I don't see her letting go, being let go. But y'all never know. I hope for the best, though. True, that's nice. So I really hope she does get a great opportunity on the main roster since in NXT she I feel like the the biggest match that she had was probably that takeover one with Mercedes Martinez. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wanna see what else she can do. That was on a takeover, bro. Girl, Well, it might as well be a takeover. 
it's, it's a special event. Let's see. It's a special event. Let's count. Let's count it. Like Halloween half. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's her biggest match. So I want to see more of her. Maybe let her play some games with Natalia. We've been new. Natalia's out there <gasps> on SmackDown to give all of the new girls a run oh, for wait. their money. You made some points though. Anari and Zaya would eat tag team. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like I mean they might as well Um but yeah speaking of video well this one this wasn't a video segment rather a segment itself um we got an interview from Miss Shotzi she's no longer a black heart she's just Shotzi from now on and I mean what else is there to say I feel like she I mean like not that she she's doing bad and not that I'm blaming her but she sort of has that same face who got fed up with being the nice guy character you know what i mean like i'm tired of this i get to heal um so that was sort of the thing that she's been going on uh, but my favorite part was when she said i lost my tag partner i was like oh <laughs> you say you say that you say that like tegan knox had the choice girl <laughs> tegan knox i love my Tag part. I love the tag part. You know, Tegan Knox was probably at home being like, girl, I was, this was a set up. This was like, a set I got up. nothing to do, literally. No, not, I'm not even, I, she's not even part of the catering group on Raw. You know how everyone set, calls it like, <laughs> the cater- No, like, she wasn't live, even part of the protest. Exactly, exactly. Tamina too, he did this there. But at least Tamina, Tamina oh, was part of oh, the backstage she's group. She's part like, of the catering group. The ones who were watching the television, <laughs> you know, the, the yes, Tegan know Knox wasn't about. even there. So I feel really bad for Tegan. I think she was set up by Shotzi. Um, but yeah, it was sort of just a build-up for Shotzi and Sasha. Of course, they couldn't have a segment with Sasha because Sasha is in the UK, was in the UK at that time with Charlotte. So that's that. But you know what I will say? Having Charlotte and Sasha not around sort of gave a lot of these new girls like more time exactly. to showcase the not mad about it. Although, you know, it wasn't really my favorite SmackDown. But at least we got some new faces. New faces. I'll take it. Yeah, it was definitely like refreshing to see no horsewomen on a show at all. So mm-hmm. it was great. It was good. Yeah, well, that pretty much caps up SmackDown. Um, it's going to be really interesting how Survivor Series goes on since we're pretty much one or two weeks away and and there's no build there's been no build we do know of the teams i don't know where the hell they got those teams from but we got the teams so i hope they get some sort of build up at least just so that you know it gets a bit more interesting but yeah that pretty much caps Mm -hmm. it off smackdown and we got last few things to talk about over on the other side of wrestling with aew and impact wrestling Yeah, you can follow me at JGPBP for new, for more news. If you want to see me tweet more random stuff, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at TroyPBP. That is it. Thank you all so much. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye.